Welcome to Bronco Week. It's something special, right? Especially the way this season is set up. We're going to get into it, the details, what it's been like to get to this season, uh, to this point in the season, and have to face them twice. We have uh, insider perspective coming up here in a minute with uh, the Chiefs fullback Mike Bolton is about to join us. We'll get to that, and then we'll take a look at a couple of moves made and not made that are going to affect this week as they prepare for those Denver Broncos. Welcome to Locked On Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Welcome back, Chiefs Kingdom. Thanks for making us your first listen. We hope that you'd run out there and grab another Locked On podcast to listen to. There's lots of options. Maybe the Broncos this week. Maybe the draft show. You never know. lot going on. We're going to get some unique perspective from Mike Burton, the Chiefs fullback, coming up here in a little bit. Uh, very cool because not only is he, it's great to get a player in season. We don't get that very often, but it's also very unique for Mike having been not on the Super Bowl team, not on this team that struggled last year uh, with that loss and coming in fresh, very unique perspective. I think you guys are really going to like that, but got a couple of things that happened early uh, this week that we need to talk about. One that happened, one that hasn't. A, Marcus Kemp is back. You're going to have the special teams ace. And against a team that has such a significant defense in the Denver Broncos, I think that's going to be a key. Yeah, I think it could be huge. Uh, Marcus Kemp has done phenomenal when it comes to special teams, both covering kicks and punts and anything in between and blocking as well. Uh, I do think that it's also important. He knows the offense. He can walk in and maybe he's not going to be as productive as some of the other guys, but he does know the offense. And I think that's a key as well. Uh, so I think he's going to be a big asset this week, especially considering what you mentioned, field position is going to be key in this game. And he can really flip it if he can get one of his uh, downing of the punts inside the five-yard line. Yeah, and, and let's be truthful. Even even though there was the explosion against the Raiders, Chief offense has not been what we expect it to be. There's been more punts this season that have had to occur. And let's hope that they get off the side. Let's be optimistic. But I, I still feel there's probably more positions that end in punt in this coming game than we saw on average last season. Hopefully it creeps back to that average where I think it was like less than a punt a game. But you want your drives to end in points, 3-7, whatever it is. That's going to be difficult against this defense, but I think that's the focus is when you have to go to the kick game, you got to have somebody like Marcus Kemp out there. Yeah, and I'm glad you bring up the defense because Denver's defense is phenomenal, and we have a little bit of questions as to who's going to be available for that game. We will get more information as the week goes on. I think defensively, I think they're going to be in pretty good shape. The question is more on the offensive side. But you still look at that team and you realize that if you are able to get a short field, you're going to have an easier time getting at least three points. But Kansas City's offense needs to get off its last couple of humps that it's had uh, over the past several weeks. Uh, they need to get it figured out. And coming off coming off a bye, I think, is going to be very key for them. Yeah, it, it's big time. And we talked a little bit about it yesterday. A little bit more about it right now because it is a key function and having two weeks to prepare for that defense, even with Bradley Chubb, who just played for them last week for the first time in a bit, it allows Andy, Andy Reid in particular, but like you know that, that Blameyer has been doing the film work for the last couple of years. I'm sure he was knee deep in the film as well. You're going to hear an interesting thing. Um, about the coaching staff and about the changes from Mike Burton, as well as some specifics about Marcus Kemp. That's coming up later. And if you missed the first half of it, it's over on the RGR channel on YouTube. Um, all that goes into the preparation to really make this the first step out of the gate towards the second half, towards getting as good a playoff position as you can get. I, I feel positive about that, given the ineptitude of what we see from the Broncos' offensive side. 
if the Chiefs are a little bit slow because that defense is so good, I still feel like this is this is a game that is not only easily winnable, but something that could help them get on a roll. I definitely think you're right in that. I think that they could get on a roll. And I also think it's interesting. Reed said the only thing that really changed from the Chiefs perspective uh, with the game time change is that now it's a Sunday night game. They are going to get into a little bit of Raider week prep hmm. before uh, the game. So I think that's going to help a little bit as well. Get ready for that Raiders team, which is really struggling right now. Yeah, you know, you had hoped that you'd see a little bit of a rebound there, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's okay. Uh, we'll let the, the rest of the AFC West sort itself out as it goes because you never know what's going to happen. But it does bode well for what the Chiefs see down the stretch. I think the Chargers are struggling as well. We know about the quarterback position for the Denver Broncos. We're going to talk about that starting tomorrow, and we'll, we'll have more for you all week. Don't miss Thursday when we have – uh, a double guest that's going to be here and give you all the inside information. And Chris gets to grill two guys instead of one. It's like it's like witness stand protection here. I like it. Um, the whole AFC West, like at first, I was a little trepidatious about it being like so stacked at the end of the season. Now, now I'm in in relief mode for that. To tell you the truth, yeah, and it's a little different because you would expect to be a little bit more weary about it, but at the same time. With the way the standings have shaken out in the AFC West, uh, all the teams seem to be right there. And I will say, I do think that the Raiders are probably punching above their what their ending record is going to be. I don't know that they're going to keep being around 500. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that they are in a slump, and I think that slump is going to continue. The question is, is how long? Uh, and are they going to be able to get out of it before the season's over? When you look at the Broncos, the question is, is are they going to get the QB play they want? And I have a big question when it comes to that because I think that they're going to struggle a little bit more when the weather gets a little bit colder. Mm -hmm. I don't think their QBs are going to do as well when it's cold. So I think there's a big question there. And we've seen the Chargers struggle the past couple of games. So I, I do think there's questions there as well. Big Mike Williams, I'm going to tell you, just focus on him. That's going to be a key. One thing that hasn't happened yet is any kind of activation for Kyle Long. We're kind of waiting for that, a decision to be made one way or the other. We will let you know when it does. But if he doesn't get activated, he might be bound for a beach somewhere because in life we're all bound for different areas. And with beachbound.com vacations, you could be bound for adventure or passion or discovery or just bound for togetherness so you can get away and rejuvenate. I think that's probably the best thing at this point in the season. Or you may just be bound for encountering something unexpected. Personally, when I go away, I like to hit the beach, especially in the winter. Like I usually go on one vacation during the season. Um, that always helps. I get into the local food. I get into the local uh, beers. I like visiting breweries all around wherever I'm at. And so with beachbound.com, it's really easy to do. And you can find that perfect beach vacation for you and yours, however you want to get there, no matter what you are looking for. What are you bound for? What are you into? Visit beachbound.com today and you can go find out. Now. Coming up now is, is a piece with Mike Burton, the Chiefs fullback, that I recorded the other day. We're going to put that in here. I think you guys will really find it interesting, just the unique perspective and what it's like to be inside the building with an active player. We'll be back after we talk with Mike. So I can only imagine. Folks, yeah. we're back with Mike Burton. It's been a bit, but he, he's back with us. I don't know if you're which part will be on the pod, which will be on the, the YouTube channel, but yeah. Mike's got a unique perspective, and I want to kind of go there for a minute. You're new to this team. This is your first yeah. season, and it's been a season that everybody's had complaints. There's been, you know, not the quote-unquote normal progression of the offense. Like, generally, from your point of view, 
this still feels like an offense that is churning out yards and it's being successful. Maybe the points don't reflect that. Maybe, you know, turnovers are, are clearly something that keeps points off the board, even if you're moving the ball well. But mm-hmm. how does that all play into, like, where you are as the newbie in this offense versus what you've seen at other teams around the league? Yeah, I mean, from my perspective, this is a great offense, a great defense and great special team. just a great organization in general, from my perspective. I mean, it really is amazing people and amazing coaches. Um, and But more specifically with the offense, I mean, this is a group that they work extremely hard. They're detailed. They're accountable. They want to be great. Um, and, I mean, I think we are. We're doing a great job right now. And I think just – penalties and turnovers and things like that. Maybe it's just happening at some inopportune times that are maybe still on drives and stuff like that. But as long as you don't shoot yourself in the foot, I mean, the sky is the absolute limit for this offense. Just the players that we have, the chemistry that we have. I mean, guys don't point fingers. They find ways to get better each and every week. Um, It's just eliminating um, mistakes, you know, and um, that comes with, with great practice and, and all that kind of stuff, which is what we're doing. And, um, you know, so from my perspective, this is a great team and a great offense. Well, and it's got to be all the guys pulling in the same direction, right? Whether exactly. you start exactly. or the backup or whatever. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right. It's just everybody being accountable towards towards one another and that next man up mentality. If someone goes down, that next person's up and ready to play and understands what they have to do. That goes back to your point before about how every everybody's kind of installed together, all the coaches and players. So everybody's on the same page. So whoever's out there, everybody knows it, you know? And I think that is another thing that Coach Reed does on purpose too. I mean, he's just another reason why he's such a great coach, um, you know, because he does things like that. I, I find that I find that super intriguing. And for me, you're not the only guy that's new to the offense, right? Yeah. The whole offensive line is new. Mm-hmm. So in particular – some of the runs that, that I watch more, more importantly is where you end up right next to the rookies. Right. So like, mm-hmm. I, what is your interaction with the O-line as a group and how do you feel where you work well or best with between the tackles with, with Creed and uh, Trey in particular? I mean, I'll say this. Yeah, they are. Well, you know, you have Joe, obviously who's played at a high level for a long time. You have Orlando who's played at a high level for a long time. Um, same with, you know, whether it be Wiley Remmers, whoever the right tackle is, um, mm-hmm. Lucas Creed and, and, and Trey. Yes. Being rookies, but I'll tell you this, they don't play like rookies. They don't carry themselves like rookies. They don't practice like rookies. They don't, I mean, they are as professional as a young players as I've been around in my seven years in the league. I, I mean, wow. it's, it's really, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, Creed just does his job at a high level, every single snap. He's dependable. Same with Trey. I mean, Trey's the same exact way. And they both love football. They care. They show up early. They stay late. They take care of their bodies. They practice physical. They practice hard. And it's look, I mean, put on the tape. I mean, they're both, they're mauling people out there. I mean, Trey and Creed, they're doing a great job for two young guys. Um, and when you have that, then you have the guys on the outside who have played at a high level for a long time, who are also great players, great people, love the game of football, adding Coach Heck, who's an unbelievable offensive line coach. I mean, that's why you see that group is just like this, you know. Yeah. So it, it's it's amazing playing with those guys. I mean, they open up the holes. I mean, if I have to run through to block my guy, the hole's there because those guys are just moving people out the way. So and it's funny, like how much time do you spend working on on very specific things with the say the interior guys in particular? Yeah. So any any run game stuff that I have questions for, I'll go talk to them. I'll go talk to Coach Heck, um, just kind of see what they're thinking, so we can get on the same page. And that's that would be before practice. And then when we rep it, we'll see if we like it or or if we have to make adjustments. So uh, to answer your question, I mean, I'm with them 
I'm asking them questions probably every day as we install oh, wow. new, yeah, as we install new stuff, you know, um, just, just talking to them and, and it's nice to know what they're doing. So then that makes my job easier and they can have an idea of what I'm doing. So we can just both be on the same page over communicate. So, um, you know, we can help the play be successful. So. Yeah. I, I look forward to that. And I know that this is, yeah. How much, how much do you guys have to worry about putting things in knowing that this is 17 regular season games now? And if all mm -hmm. goes well, should be a 20-game season, right? Like, yes, is absolutely. that built into the plan for you as well? Yeah, I mean, the bottom line is we, we try to really just take it a day at a time, a game at a time. You know, if you can be 1-0 each and every week, you're going to attain that goal. And obviously, we all know the end goal is winning the Super Bowl. Um, but I think how you get there is the process. What does that process look like? And I think it's just trying to win each day, right? So win the team period. Win your Wednesday, win your Thursday, win your Friday, and then win on Sunday and then just do it over again, right? Because I think the great teams and the great players, they can do that. That's a consistency where they can just do it over and over again. And I think that's where we're at. And we don't want to try to look too far into the future. We understand what our goal is, but now it's like, how do you get to that goal? And I think that's just just that mentality of one and oh and just trying to get better every single day. Getting better week to week. Yeah. There, there's obviously tons of factors, particularly mm -hmm. on the offense. But I think the yeah. one that's been probably the most fun to watch has been the the place where you spend most of your snaps. Like, mm -hmm. I just want to know first before I won't tell anybody, I promise. Yeah. When are we going to see you throw a pass oh. out of a kick formation? <laughs> oh, I know. That'd be great. I would love to do that. that has, I'll have to talk to coach about that. Um, we should try to get that dialed up. I, I threw some passes in high school. So oh, yeah. I got to tell – I don't think coach knows that I could throw. I got to tell him first that I could throw, and then hopefully maybe we'll get something going there. That would be good, though. That would be cool. Right? I, it's yeah. It's been really impressive. And I know yeah. as a core guy that's out there all the time, one of the yeah. leaders on the special teams, yeah. uh, it's you and Marcus Kemp. Like, how do you guys work together, really, to set that unit up? Yeah, I mean, that's another great player. I mean, his value on special teams is is amazing. Um, Four-phase guy, great blocker, great coverage guy on both units, um, can do everything. Big body receiver, fast, tough, physical. Um, yeah, he's another guy I like to communicate with, too, um, especially back on KOR. You know, if we have a blocking assignment, you know, if we have to zone it off or switch it or something like that, I like to communicate with him, like, hey, what are you thinking here? What are you thinking there? Um, and I know he watches a ton of tape, as do I. So I'll say, hey, what do you think of this guy? What do you think of that guy? Just, to, you know, just to talk about it. Maybe I missed something. Maybe he missed something. So it's just that communication of talking to your teammates, trying to figure out your opponent. Um, and then when you go out there, you guys can feel comfortable. I know what he's doing. He knows what I'm doing. And it's just, you can play that much faster. You got to play fast, you know, at this level in order to find success. Yeah, that, that's kind of key. So, and, yeah. and I think the guys that might struggle yeah. with that are, are probably the guys that get elevated, right? So as your mm -hmm. position on that unit, like how, mm -hmm. how much work do you have to do with the guys that are getting pulled up? I mean, if you're a practice squatter, yeah. you're out there all the time, right? So, yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I try to tell every practice squad guy, you are one play away. And now with COVID, you could be, you could be up in a day. You could be up, yeah. you could find out Saturday that you're up, but you're one day away. I mean, you're one play away from injury, from being elevated. So if you're on, to me, you're part of the roster. If you're on the practice squad, that's just my opinion because of how close they wouldn't keep you there if they couldn't, didn't think you could play and get elevated. Right. So you're one play away. If a guy gets hurt on Wednesday or Thursday, you're up. So for me, you have to study, prepare as if you're playing in the game on Sunday. Cause I think if you don't do that and then your opportunity calls and you get called up on a Saturday, like that happened to me in 2018 in Chicago, actually. Um, mm. 
I got called up on a Saturday because someone got sick or hurt or something like that. But throughout that week, I was studying the game plan and I was able to go out there and play. So I just try to use that example for, for young guys. Like, Hey, I've been in your, you know, I've been there where you weren't sure if you're going to be up, but look, you gotta be, cause you never, you, this crazy business, you never know what could happen, especially with COVID now, you never know if a guy can get a positive test. So to me, if as long as you're preparing, like you're going to play and it creates good habits for when you eventually do, are on the active roster and playing every week. It, it creates those good habits. So I think it's important just to prepare as if you're going to play. So that just recently happened to Reese Fountain, right? Where, where Marcus yeah. went on the COVID list. Like, yeah. so does he come to you? Like generally those guys like, okay, I got this straightened out because I am studying all the time. Or is it, yep. hey, what else are we doing? What else do I need to know? Yeah, in fact, we had some conversations because we were on the same units, obviously. And he was just like, you know, hey, like, what, what are some of the details of, of my job on this? You know, he had repped it and, and being on the scout team and stuff, but when you're out there doing it live, you know, it can be a little bit, you know, having not done it, you know, stuff like that, not practicing it. So, so we talked about it, just try to help him out. If he had any questions, I told him to come ask me or, or anyone for that matter. Um, and he went out and had a great game and that's taking advantage of your opportunity. Um, you know, I think he was close to blocking a punt. Honestly, I think, um, he did a really good job the other yeah. day and yeah, he was, and he did a great job the other day. So it's just taking advantage of your opportunities and it goes back to preparing, but he's been like that all year where he's prepared as if he was going to play, you know, he's a great kid, smart, tough, and um, you know, does all the right things. So uh, I was, I was excited for him uh, for the success that he had this past Sunday. Yeah. It was great to see. Yeah. And yeah so I agree. Big thanks to Mike Burton for coming on the show. We'll try to get back with him later in the season. I can't bet on it, but if I was, I'd go over to betonline.ag where they have all of your props covered from everything inside the odds, outside the lines, whatever you want to call it, football season, and into the march to the playoffs. We will have more on that as the Chiefs go along. Betonline.ag remains your number one spot for all your sports action this season. Whether it's the new desktop environment or the new mobile app, you can go there, sign up, and you'll receive a 50% bonus on your first deposit just for using our code Locked On when you do that sign up from basketball, football, all the NHL, everything that starts after the NFL season is over is getting going. Now you can take advantage of that as well. And all the amazing offers that are available for the 2021 season are still going. Bet online is the fastest, easiest way to get all your sports betting in bet online where the game starts. So as we look ahead for me, it's about execution on the chief side and not necessarily worrying about the what the Broncos are going to do. Yeah, and I think that that's probably the way that they have to look at it. They have to get back to, and the biggest key there for me is they have to get back to the team that they should be. And if they can do that, it's not going to matter. Yeah, I, I can understand that. There's there's decent set of safeties. Obviously, Justin Simmons is is a key matchup. We'll talk about him later in the week as well. That kind of limits the downfield shots, but they will be there. And there's something to be said about being able to just pick your time, pick your poison. I talked about it last week, and I think it's even more key now that if they can elongate the first 15 and make it a 20 or a 25-play script, I think that helps manage Mahomes' expectations about his shots and keep them on like a more dedicated tempo to try to pull those safeties down, which I think will eventually help in taking shots over the top. Yeah, that's important. They definitely need to be able to take shots. Mahomes is going to want to do that. But I think that spending two weeks looking at the tape, he's going to also be a little bit more cautious on doing that. Yeah, that may be fair. 
And at the end of the day, caution is not a bad thing because it helps him avoid what we've seen the last, I don't know, three games where where he's definitely been better in terms of taking risks about putting the ball, but it's still there a little bit. It still has to be managed. And I think when it comes down to it, it's about the quarterback managing his his desire to go deep versus the, the desire to, to not give the ball up. I think really it's going to be about the proximity of the pass rushers for the Denver Broncos, about where that kind of lays on his head. And if he can just be calm, maybe he has to eat a sack, but I think I'd rather see that than him putting the ball up for grabs. I don't disagree with that. I think that the offensive line has had the opportunity to play better throughout the rest throughout the season so far. And I think that as long as they continue to play at the level that they have been, I think that they'll be in good shape. The question that I have, and we don't know at this point, is Lucas Niang going to be back? That was talked about in the pressures, and it's possible he's back this week. If he is, I think that's actually a pretty big boon for both the running and the passing game for the Chiefs. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. That's got to be something that we're hopeful of. Hopefully we find that out tomorrow. We should have a walkthrough here a little bit earlier in the week than normal. Tuesday's usually the day off for the players. I don't think we'll see that this week, but we're also going to have Matt Derrick back. We'll confirm some of our suspicions, I'm pretty sure. That said, if you don't get Lucas back, do you have a preference? Like right now, sitting here today, would you rather have Wiley or Remmers? Uh, they can, can they bring Remmers back this week? I can't even remember. No, he's not eligible to come back, I don't think, okay. for another week, if not two. I'm not 100% sure. It is three games, not three weeks. Uh, so... He's not able to come back this week. I think it's. I think it would have to be Wiley. I can't imagine that they'd want to throw Long out there um, unless they've seen something from him that makes them think that he's going to be better in that situation. I just think that's a lot to ask uh, going up against a guy like Bradley Chubb uh, coming back from an injury like that. Of course, if they're going to play him at right tackle and that's their plan, then I guess this week is as good as next because next week it would be Max Crosby. So – Right. You're not going to have a good week to really throw him back in there. I, I'd rather see Wiley get a rest and come back for Crosby again, to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah. I well, mean, but yeah, he did pretty good against Crosby, though. I will say, I think there was a little bit of uh, some holding going on that was not called, probably. That's probably true. But I, I think that particular matchup, knowing him so well, um, I think that's probably the safest bet for when you have to have Wiley on the field. We're going to find out what happens with that as we go along, folks. That is I think really the key in terms of like the only question mark of the, of the lineup. We don't have anything solid on Rashad Fenton yet. That's the only question on the defensive side. So one question on both sides of the ball, I think it has me feeling pretty optimistic going into this, unless we find out something super negative on one of those particular uh, players. Well, and then you also have Travis Kelsey, who's hopefully getting healthier. Uh, you know, he was going to play obviously, but hopefully he's getting healthier. Uh, Fitton is actually a much bigger piece than a lot of people want to give him credit for. So you got to hope that he's available to play in this game. I do think that that would be a very uh, good piece to have against this receiving core. Going to be interesting to see what the Broncos are able to do. Of course, that's going to matter more on the QB than it really is the wide receivers because their wide receivers have a lot more talent than their QB does right now. Well, and they're paying those guys. They're highly motivated. They're getting ready for whoever their quarterback is going to be in 2022. Talk about that in the offseason. But does one or the other uh, of their wide receiver core scare you more than the others? I still think Cortland Sutton is going to get better throughout the rest of the season. I think he's continuing to play 
at a, at a decent level. I don't think he's going to get back where he was two years ago until probably 2022, mm-hmm. but I do think he's going to continue to improve. And he's still seen a lot of coverages, so you have to wonder if he's going to be a guy that's going to have a chance to break out in this season or if it's just going to take another you know, off season for him to fully get back from his ACL to be able to do what he was able to do before. Uh, I do think Sutton's a great wide receiver. I just don't know if he has it this year. Um, Jerry Judy is a fantastic wide receiver. And the bigger question there is, is, you know, is Teddy Bridgewater going to be able to get on the ball? Because that's mm-hmm. really what has kept that wide receiver core down. They should have a lot more prolific passing game, but their QB is holding them back. Yeah. And that's, whether it's Drew Locke as well, you, you it's six of one here with these particular two quarterbacks. I'm not sure exactly where who we're going to see or where. Hopefully the guys will let us know on Thursday, folks. You don't want to miss that show. They will update us to the minute as we record that. Hope that you guys are ready for it. We're going to get in with Matt Derrick tomorrow, see what's going on inside the building. What else you got? I was just going to say the offensive line hasn't played great for Denver either. So I do think that there's some of that, but – the QB play is obviously what is keeping them back the most, but their offensive line has still not really gotten to where they would hope it would be. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. So uh, we'll see, see what it is. Chiefs, and with the Chiefs defensive line the way it is, uh, you know, I think that that's good for them. Uh, question as to whether Reisner will be available. I think he will, but we'll find out more later this week. Yes, we will. Folks, hope that you stay tuned. Matt, tomorrow. Uh, Cody and Sarah, the day after that, get all the inside intel, and then we will get you ready on Friday for this game that has now been moved again to the Sunday night game. Hope you guys are ready for it. We will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening today. We'll hit you then.